me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, now go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. Yeah, we're making power moves. Rocking a Detroit groove. To some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan. Rocking a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans. Just making power moves. Ripping heaters and chugging paps. Now you lied with no. And we're back. Welcome to Power Moves episode 79. I'm your host, Mike Burns. Joining me as always. Via satellite from Glendale, whoa, California. Nolly Zach, what's up, man? Just hanging and banging, dude. <laughs> there it is. Mr. Hanging and Banging. King of the Hill on right here on mute. Oh, that's nice. That's nice background. Bringing my PBR on my Bucky's koozie. Mm, can't beat it. I've got a, uh, I'm doing a natch. Nice. Uh, $7.99 for that $15. Uh, in these, in these, uh, these troubled times. Hey, that that's a, that's a right lot of uh, no, that's a Bills purchase. Oh, sick. Yeah. I mean that's that's the best deal going uh, as far as a liquor store purchase goes. And you know, we we try and stay in as much as possible, except for uh, necessary supplies, but we've got this liquor store buyer place. You can go in, they've got it set up so you don't get even near the guy that works there. No one else is in there. And uh, they're real nice. They, there's a lot of hand sanitizer being used before and after any sort of transaction. Uh, and that's the way you do it. That's the way you, you keep a happy customer and, and let people like us you know, be able to uh, satiate our needs. Nar. Yeah, dude. I want to say some thank yous out here uh, to Daddy Kevin Porter for uh, keeping us, uh, me and Gnarly, in cold ones this week. Uh, deeply appreciated. And gnarly, big news, we got some great pull that skin back five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Yes. <laughs> Re- Reggie Lemelin says, yes. pull, pull that skin back, hanging and banging. Five yes. stars. Ral says, gnarly's giggles give me the stiffs, pull that skin back. All right, man. That's, that's cool. <laughs> Man, you got those those smooth pipes, Nar. You're uh, you're stiffening up some jeans. Oh hell yeah, man! Thanks, <laughs> DJ Sunny Phono. DJ Sunny Phono says, "Pull that skin back, R.I.P. Gnarly Zach, because you said you would just die if if this happened." Yeah, it is probably the last time we're gonna talk. <laughs> and Thine Juice says, "Pull that." That's the subject, and then the review is just skin back <laughs> five stars. <laughs> Got to, baby. Best podcast on the planet, I'll tell you what. <laughs> can't beat it. No, I appreciate can't, that, man. Can't, That's going to make that. me cry right now. <laughs> Let's get into trying to do my thing before uh, you break <laughs> down on us. I, uh, I made uh, two gnarly, two kinds of pickled jalapenos to experiment with. Oh, sick. 
you know, like that's where we're at. Like where I'm digging so deep that it's not enough to make one type of pickled jalapenos. I got to make two. What's up with those? Well, see, I usually do them fresh straight into a cold brine because I like that crispness and that brightness that you get. But I decided to go a little more old school and, uh, and boil, you know, my vinegar, my water, and then also add a good portion of sugar along with the salt and oregano. And I throw in some, uh, 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 the, uh, pepper flakes. And that's because, uh, like the jalapenos you get uh, this time of year, sometimes they're almost just like jalapeno flavored bell peppers. Yeah, there's not much light. Yeah, once in a while you get a hot one, but I just I just crank them up anyway because you know I, I want those bold flavors. But you uh, need those. I'm, uh, I'm putting those on everything. Putting those on everything. Also, uh, I've been playing Contra Three on Super Nintendo, which reminds Damn. me I, reminds me I suck at video games. <laughs> Fucking Contra 3, dude. It's hard. What are you playing that on? A Nintendo, you said? I got one of those uh, Super Nintendos that they that they were putting out like around Christmas time. They did that. It's a little mini Nintendo. This is so you got the, the controller with the cord? I got the controller with the cord. The old that school. That feels weird, right? It, it, is, it is much different, but you got to realize I haven't played uh, many video games in my home since PlayStation 2. So I, I'm not used to no cord. Oh, yeah. Did PlayStation you came up with both, but I, I prefer no cords, like, so much, like, sicker. I don't have to sit all close to my TV. Yeah, I, I haven't had the technology, so I wouldn't know. Did PS2 have have cords or no? Yeah, that was plugged in. Did they come out? They came out with a cordless, though. I've, I'm sure I, I had one. There was probably a company that made their own, but I know when the PS2 dropped, they didn't have uh, wireless yet. Okay, that makes sense. I yeah, might it be would, wrong. I don't know. No, I had a big heavy remote that took like six batteries or something, and then there was the little adapter that plugged into the cord uh, on on the PS2 unit. But I remember, uh-huh. it, I remember it would get, I'd get steamed, and I'd, I'd stop using it because your batteries would die, and then I wouldn't have enough batteries left, and then I got to switch the cords, and I was just like, you know, fuck it. Sucks. But you're a younger kid. You only know the finer things. You only know color TV. <laughs> well, my dad yeah, was like, I played as my. I didn't have a Super Nintendo. I had a Sega Genesis. And then, I didn't, and then I didn't get shit till like I got an Xbox when I got a job. I had. I loved Genesis. Genesis is is super dope. I love Shinobi. Great. A lot of great games. I had an N64 that I loved, and PS2, and then I. Uh, you know, I played video games almost for a living for a while, but uh, never owned a, a unit for my house. I love mine, dude. Oh, I, I, I'm sure I would. It, it would cause problems. It's my baby. <laughs> I'm a gnarly. I tell you what, some people, and myself included, you, you, a constant mantra is that I don't know what day it is. Like the, the weekend isn't the weekend anymore Mm-mm. now see i'm still recognizing the weekend as the weekend like i treat my saturdays and my sundays much different than the other days of the week like that's saturdays and sundays that's time for me to put on full albums and i sit in the sun all day and i, I rock some cold ones that's how i know <laughs> you know but i do that on saturday and sunday I, I keep it i keep it very basic with cold ones 
rock and roll, sunshine, and I uh, chit-chat with my buddies, with with you guys and the fellas back home. And that's all you need, baby. Like, I'm going to keep chilling the best I can on Saturdays and Sundays until someone takes one of those things away from me, gnarly. Yeah, (laughs) we'll be cool, man. I'm doing the same shit I always do on Saturdays and Sundays without the cool shit. (laughs) You just got to maintain, gnar. I watched uh, the first vacation movie on a oh, yeah. last weekend. It was great. Yeah. I love that shit. It's easily in my like top top three, man. It's so good. It's so good and it holds up. Like, yeah, it, like it, when he's talking shit to the uh, bartender at like that uh fake ass like western town where they're hanging out at and he pulls a snap <laughs> and he pops a gun and he just like flies back, Chevy Chase, and he hops back up and hits the heart like I'm okay. Pats his chest, <laughs> making sure he's not got shot. He's like, do you guys think that was real? I thought it was real. <laughs> that was <a> real <laughs> My favorite part of that whole movie is when he uh, is is making kissy, throwing kisses with the sandwich that's covered in dog piss. Yeah, that scene is fucking sweet. <laughs> he rubs it all over his neck. <laughs> Pulls that bread apart. <laughs> so, trying to sexualize that bologna sandwich. Covered in piss. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah yeah stuff like that that'll keep you sane i'm trying to keep a schedule like of but my choice gnarly like i like i like 10 a.m to 2 a.m yeah my my three days of the week i'm working now on like really small hours is just tuesday through thursday which would be pretty mm-hmm. sweet if that was like a normal thing like we were talking about earlier yeah that's good yeah, rocks are you working second second half or are you working first half? I'm just doing nine to two o'clock. And that's it. One break. Yeah. yeah, that's how all jobs should be. Straight through. Come but home. You, you get to come home for happy hour. Yeah. That's what I'm doing right now, dude. Yeah, it's happy hour. Like we, we usually have happy hour seven or eight on like a weekday, but now it's at five, you know? You got to give yourself stuff. Like if you still got to go to work, like you got a hard job, you got to go go work because uh, you have one of those uh, types of uh, pieces of employment. Like so, the rest of us can have things. You can get yourself a pizza on a Tuesday when you usually wouldn't do that. You go ahead. Hey, Don't worry that. about that. Yeah, a little happiness gained from simple things goes a long way. You shouldn't feel bad about it. And like if your thing is exercising, you know, more than usual inside the crib, just do that too. I want to say shout out to Big Chris. Doing like 10 sets of 25 knuckle push-ups every day, gnarly. Damn. That's what I I did like 20 fucking bodyweight squats and I couldn't walk. <laughs> well, you don't got to go anywhere. Well, you got to go to work now. A couple days. But yeah, I got <laughs> stairs, bro. That shit sucks. <laughs> yeah. You can't, you can't deny yourself little slivers of happiness that don't hurt anybody or yourself. You know, it's something I'm doing gnarly... I let myself have a bagel and cream cheese for breakfast almost every day. I'd never do that. You know, as much as the perception is that I eat like a garbage disposal, but it gives me something to look forward to. It starts my day with a smile. And when all this is over, I'll lose those 10 pounds gnarly. I'll get rid of those then. You know, I'm going to gain that, but I'm not worried about it right now. And I can't be bothered. You know, the bigger fish to fry gnarly. Just start hitting those bare knuckle push-ups, dude. I've been trying to do 100. Every other day, but, uh, you know, sometimes that don't happen. <laughs> Jesus, 100? I don't do them all in a row, but I can do I can do a bust out 100 push-ups 15 minutes, and I can hardly get myself to do that shit. I can maybe do 50 of the push-ups when your knees are on the ground. 
<laughs> girl push-ups. Well, I guess <laughs> call those weaker push-ups. A lot of girls probably bust out. Oh, those are Zach push-ups. Those are Zach push-ups. <laughs> Let's get to some power sports. Uh, Chris Godwin gave Tom Brady number 12, and he's going to wear the 14 gnarly. That means Chris Godwin got paid, <laughs> and he's going to be yeah, seeing some pills. That, that has to be that. I mean, just as a gentleman, uh, gentleman's agreement, Brady had to cough up the fucking uh, cake, right? He would, you are saying? He, he would have to. I mean, that's the right thing to do. Tom Brady's going to fork over some cash to I mean, Godwin. You said that you hope he does that, or he did that. But he oh, could no. just be like, "Yeah, I'm Tom Brady," or that might have been part of like negotiating. Yeah, no, he he did he did do it. I'm oh, he guessing. did pay him. Yeah, usually in the, it's a gentleman's agreement in professional sports that the guy who really wants the number pays the other guy for it, like when there's a trade. Uh, like or a Lamborghini just shows up in his driveway, that kind of thing. It's like yeah. you know, it's 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 a gesture, and I like that. I like that move. A lot of people called. Uh, you know, thought Tom, uh, Godwin was doing a little, being a little bitch about it, like giving away his number. But no, uh, I, well, I, I, I think that if the quarterback wants that number and he's fucking Tom Brady, it's going to mean a lot to him. And that's the guy who gives you the ball. You don't want the guy who gives you the ball to look at your number that is his number, and he gets pissed and he don't like you anymore. That's a bad position to be in as a professional athlete. Yeah, I hate Tom Brady, dude. I'll be real with you. <laughs> I'm not a fan, but uh, I'm a Bucks guy, so uh, I'm 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 stoked for it. He, I'm, I'm instantly uh, once he's out of that Patriots uniform, boom! I'm on the Brady train. <laughs> That's true. Uh, the last dance we talked about, wishing for the ten part uh, Michael Jordan final championship run, uh, ESPN documentary. Uh, we wanted that to come out early so bad. And I think we all put together good vibes and good energy and got it done because it's coming out on April 19th with two episodes dropping every uh, Sunday. So Damn. every Sunday is going to be for five Sundays in a row. You're going to have two hour long Michael Jordan uh, top tier documentaries to watch. Beautiful thing. Really. It's a good Sunday. Yeah. It really, it, it's, it's really going to fill things out. It's going to give you a, it's going to – and some so – I talked to someone on a podcast uh, today, and and they said, well, it doesn't matter. Every day is not the weekend. And, and that got me thinking about what I spoke to in the beginning of the program was, no, I still want my Sunday to be like a special TV day. That's how I know it's Sunday. Yeah. It's not like it's, – it's what's on. If there's like every – for five weeks, I'm waiting on Jordan uh, Last Dance documentary for two episodes every week. That means it's Sunday. It feels like Sunday. Man, I love Sunday, dude. It's the best. But there's Sunday. also uh, that Dark Side of the Ring series is popping off right now with for uh, Vice. That Did ben you watch the new one? And then now there's a new Jack one I have recorded. I'm going to run tonight. I, I, that is exactly what I want to talk about next, Gnarly. The uh, new so Jack. You watched it? I've I, I watched both Benoit's. Which are fantastic, and if you haven't watched season one, get on that. Yeah, Figure yeah. out how to watch it. Uh, but this this new Jack episode is one of those that I am super pumped for because I only know I know of him, I know what he's done, but I don't know that much that a savant like a uh, big homie Vince knows or yourself. So I'm 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 amped for that. It's gonna be badass. Yesterday, I think 
It came out yesterday, yeah. Yeah. So it should be. It sh- so by the time you are listening to this, dear daddy, you uh, should be able to find that for free on YouTube. New Jack Vice's Dark Side of the Ring. Get on down. that. I can tell you. I can tell you without seeing it, <laughs> knowing what it's about. This episode, you're gonna love it. It's gonna be great. I'm very excited. I want to watch it now, dude. See if Melissa wants to see a super violent wrestling documentary. That sound good to you? Oh, she's making a face like a dog just farted in it. So, uh, guessing no. It's going to be after. It's going to be after hours. Let's get into some power news you can use. This made me laugh my ball sack off all day. Gnarly, a dog. A dog was the wheelman in high speed chase. Excuse me. A dog was driving the car Damn. in a high speed chase. That's a cool-ass pup, dude. A Washington State innovator who led police on a dangerous high-speed chase Sunday might not technically be guilty after cops said they found his dope-ass pit bull behind the wheel of his 1996 Buick LeSabre uh, after it crashed. (laughs) (laughs) That's a car, gnarly. That's a beautiful automobile. That that big-body 96 Buick LeSabre, man. That's like a car. That's like, like a that's boat. A, yeah, it's a big boat. It's a boat. Uh, fuck. I don't know shit about cars, dude. Mm. Oh, you would like this. You would see that car. You'd be like, wow, that's a car I want to drive. What's <laughs> this it called? Temple, Buick LeSabre. LeSabre? Yeah, L-E-S-A-B-R-E. LeSabre. Damn, dude. So the pit bull was just cruising around in this shit? All right. Well, yeah, uh, he's with his owner, though. The unidentified 51-year-old suspect from Lakewood, Washington, is facing several charges, including a DUI, reckless driving, hit and run, and felony eluding, authorities said. The man allegedly struck two vehicles before he fled on Interstate 5. A trooper reported seeing the pit bull in the driver's seat with the owners handling the steering wheel from the passenger (laughs) seat. What the fuck? The car was going 109 miles an hour during the chase. So the dog was hitting the pedals, just flooring it? No, the dog was sitting in the in the driver's seat while the guy was leaned over. I'm guessing the guy was pushing the pedals. Oh, and, and the dog was just steering that shit as it's booking it? Yeah, but he's steering it, but it looks like the dog's driving. The dog's, <laughs> so here's where I have a problem. He like got in trouble for hitting two vehicles before he uh, took off and a bunch of other shit. And like Elon Musk has those robots drive your fucking car. He doesn't get in trouble when that happens. So why can't this man's pit bull sit in the driver's seat and go for a whirl? I'd rather have a pit bull driving my car than some uh, imaginary thing. (laughs) I can't trust technology. All right, just give the dog a ticket. What the fuck? Right, hit him up. He was the one driving, not me. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, it's just incredible that they were going a 109 miles per hour. At one, point, at one point during the chase, they drive on a trail for, like, bikes and people to run on, like walk their dogs. Damn, that dog flexed on everybody else on that fucking trail, dude. <laughs> yeah, it was empty. And thank God no one got hurt. But here's the thing, Gnarly. It's a dog. Dogs, yeah. dogs love trails. He doesn't know yet that it's that that not for cars. Yeah, he doesn't know yet that it's not for cars. When you let a dog drive, he's going to want to drive down, you know, the dog trail. 
by the hiking trail. That's of course where he's going to go. He's got to learn that. He's been on like he's had like what two, three driving lessons at this point. He wants to show off his homies. He's driving, dude. Right. You got to go down to the trail where the homies are at. Cops ended their pursuit by throwing down spike strips. <laughs> the dog's just learning to drive. The dog dog can't drive through. You can't throw spike strips at a dog. Why would you expect him to be able to maneuver that? He it's doesn't even know what spike strips are. He just thinks it looks cool and he wants to run it over. Yeah. Or he can't get around them. It doesn't make any sense to me. Why would you? Let the, it's just let the dog learn how to drive without trying to fuck with him with spike strips. Psychos. Yeah, he's only going 100 miles an hour down like a trail and shit. <laughs> and then, so then the car crashes. You could have killed that dog who was just yeah. barely learning to drive. Because... <laughs> Which is insane. Like that's not that doesn't sound safe. The the state patrol officer uh, said the driver told police that, uh, and this is a quote: "He was trying to teach his dog how to drive." I mean, sounds like he's telling the truth. I think it. He does. The only other option is that he was driving. He didn't want a Dewey, so he just threw the dog in the driver's seat. Yeah, I was going to suggest that too. I feel like that's what he did. It's a tough call. Then he had to go fast to make it seem like, see, like I didn't have no control. The dog did all that. It seems it's pretty fast. Those cars are great. Then like he did the, he hit the trail on purpose, knowing the dog was going to be in that driver's seat. I just can't, I can't believe it. He just did everything a dog would do, but put the dog in the dog's driving seat. Can you imagine driving like from the passenger seat, a big ass 96 Buick boat going 106 miles an hour? Nah. Just just barely steering it. I mean, so heavy. I, I can't, I don't know if you could like you picture, you got a picture like your left leg trying to be able to work the gas pedal and the brake. Like the gas pedal seems fine, but the brake getting the pressure on the brake on a big car like that seems very difficult. And what did they slam into when they stopped? Oh, uh, just a ditch. Oh, uh, but still, man, no one got hurt. Like that dog's cool. No, the dog's cool. Uh, the the cop added, I wish I could make this up. I've been a trooper for almost 12 years now, and I've never heard this excuse. I've been in a lot of high-speed chases. I stopped a lot of cars, and never have I gotten an excuse that they were teaching their dog how to drive. Well, this guy's an innovator, man. Sorry. Some people have bigger ideas than you. This, uh, fuck this nerd. <laughs> the officer said the pit bull whom she described as a very sweet girl, was taken to the local animal shelter. This burns me. It's not the dog's fault. Yeah, so now they're gonna, the dog pretty much got a death sentence right now? Yeah, the dog's got to go to jail. You're the one who hit it with hit the little saber with the, the, the spike strips. It's not, it's not fair. It's not nah. fair. No, no. And then the owner was released on an $8,500 bond, according to uh, the USA Today paper I read. The owner is out of jail, but the dog is locked up. That he doesn't make it homie or what? I don't know. I, 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 I'm not positive. It doesn't sound like it. Yeah, it's that like, guy's not riding for his pit bull. That sucks. I mean, I, I think they might not let the person have the dog back. That could be possible because that's, that's mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's it just teach, he's trying to be a good be a good dad. Give me my son back. Yeah. Yeah, that poor dog. It sounds cool, too. It kind of knows how to drive. It's a pit bull that's super nice. Survive the crash. Nothing better than a big, tough dog like a pit bull that's super sweet. Those are the best. Yeah, I hope he's not dead. 
Mm, yeah, I know. I'd like to find out where it is. I'll go get or that if dog. Someone like heard that story or just like I need that dog right now. <laughs> yeah, I bet someone someone probably did. Let's move on. Domestic dispute over pee napkin. What? <laughs> it's a pee napkin. You're gonna hear all about it. Uh, on Sunday evening, the Popo responded to Clearwater Mall in in Florida after uh, receiving a report about a fight in progress. Witnesses heard a woman screaming in the parking lot and found two horny yet angry people buck naked and wrestling in their car. What? The cops show up and there's two people super naked and wrestling in their car. We're not wrestling, dude. (laughs) Cops separated the couple identified in an arrest affidavit as Robert Janish, a 21-year-old Minnesota resident, and uh, his girlfriend of six months, both who admitted to drinking alcohol. Uh, so this is uh, in Florida. These are Minnesota people, 21-ish years old. These are, uh, this is a spring break uh, type of deal. This was a week, or, week and a half ago, I believe. What a burn. <laughs> During police questioning, the pair each said that the hot nude fight started after they finished fucking inside the vehicle. Damn. Oh, so they were like throwing down? Yeah. They got, uh, they got all steamed, apparently, uh, for something we're going to learn about after they, uh, after they fucked <laughs> in the car. Yeah, imagine yeah. busting and getting in a physical altercation. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's the last time you get mad at someone. And another thing, the you woman, <laughs> the woman, cops reported, said she had intercourse with Janish in their car, and she had to urinate, so she did so outside of the car. And that's when things get real heated, Nar. After she wiped herself, Ugh. she accidentally threw the napkin. I'm picturing like a Burger King napkin. Uh, she throws it at Janish, the dude. <laughs> uh, upon re-entering the car, the couple started to fight, and Janish got all steamed because he's not a big enough boy to deal with some pee-pee. And uh, he goes bananas for several seconds. Uh, look, man. This guy sucks. Yeah, it's just your girlfriend's peepees. Fucking grow up, you psycho. Yeah, you're probably sucking on her butt, and that's like where shit comes out of. <laughs> yeah. This dude's got a lot to learn about. Fucking gotta stop being the young man. So people pay good money for that PP paper on the fucking internet, gnarly. But that That's, Burger King napkin's gotta be like pretty like crusty. You know what I'm talking about? Like falls apart all easy. I don't understand. Like that's funny. If someone did that, that's funny. I mean, yeah. you gotta be you gotta be cool about it. After being Rez writes, Janice reportedly told police he became irate after she threw the PP napkin. Scott doesn't know anything about about uh, car humping or peep girl peepees or the beach. Real clown. Spring break. <laughs> he uh, he remains behind bars at the at the uh, when this story came out again. That was like a week and a half ago. Damn, he but, doesn't uh, want to call his parents. He's scared. That's what I think. And that's I like you're, your, you're on your own, dude. That's all. It's also like his girlfriend is the thing. This shows you a pure psycho. This guy should be locked up anyway. You you yeah. get you, you get physically uh, aggressive towards your girlfriend for a peepee napkin. You're fucking. You're you need to be in jail because when shit gets serious in the real world, this guy's not going to be able to handle it. Young man needs to grow up a little bit. What are you in for? I I, I hit my girlfriend because she threw peepee on me on a napkin. Yeah. After we made love. Some people would want that. Some people would be excited. People pay for that. 
Yeah, they would pay a lot of money for it. In this economy. <laughs> you know, you don't notice that all the uh, all the stories now have to be like outside because there's no more stories of people going uh, into Wendy's to like uh, throw up on someone's manager because their sandwich wasn't right. Are these uh, like fast food industries getting kind of a break on that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, well, this is this is interesting. I've I've only read. Um, you know, I try to I try to find different fast food stories. I read a bunch of different shit before the program. And they're all robberies through the drive-thru because the stores aren't open. So people are just rolling uh, up to the drive They're walking up to the drive-thru, sticking a gun in the window and uh, robbing people. Robbing like that. that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe uh, they, they need to put some sort of barrier there. Or if you're a worker, you know, you just easy hand a book cash register. It's not that much money nowadays. Yeah, it's not your money. We'll see you Friday for the After Dark program, which for the time being is being released later in the day so you get a better flavor for us in real time and we can comment on anything that breaks. Uh, And be sure to check out the hour-long video test of our new Monday Night Beers podcast with Nar, Vince, and the Pop Man that turned out dynamite gnarly. Yeah, that shit was cool, dude. It looks looks all right. Yeah, pretty lit up. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's it is a fun time, but I think that in the long run, you know, the idea is that we somehow get those taped and put out early on a Monday, so that uh, listeners can sit and watch it and have their own Monday night beers with their buddies when uh, things get back to normal. <laughs> it's, I think it's a dynamite idea. Yeah, we can do like some. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, there's a lot of different options. It's very exciting. It's very exciting. And because so many people have asked, I added a second Patreon tier. So if you've kicked down extra, we'll shift you over to that. Um, and the first incentive, Nar, is that all the daddies and lady daddies who are members of Peanuts Champagne Room get to drop a personal 30 seconds in the cold open of the flagship program. Damn. Say anything. Yeah, say anything you like. So go check it out for the details. If you want to, of course, this is just for people who've asked for it. I'm not trying to shake the tree for cash. Uh, I got to say, though, Peanuts Champagne Room makes me smile. That's so sick, dude. Yeah, I just like having a little montage at the top of people just saying whatever they want. You, know, you can tell your landlord to suck it or I'm <laughs> say what up. I'm very forward to that, dude. Say what up to some babes. Yeah, I'm excited to see uh, what happens there. And of course, uh, you know, we have our own code of conduct. Man, everyone understands that. <laughs> Can't say <laughs> Can't say anything. Let's close up with some power grooves. Uh, my song of the week is At My Window, Sad and Lonely, off of 1998's Mermaid Avenue by Billy Bragg and Wilco. Uh, it's a collection of unpublished Woody Guthrie lyrics with original music. Uh, and It's fantastic if you've never heard this. This song in particular uh, was written by uh, Jeff Tweedy, the music. The words are Woody Guthrie. And I always love this. Hits me so hard. Uh, today I listened to it before the show and uh, Melissa had her back to me and I had headphones on and it, it, it got me. It really got me. I was really, no, I was really sinking into it. it. Yeah. I had to, I had to go, uh, I had to go in the, go into John for a sec. Uh, I don't need Melissa seeing a grown man cry over a song at 3 PM in the afternoon. <laughs> it's not a hot look. <laughs> what are you listening to? Uh, one with the underdogs. It's an album by uh, Los Angeles hardcore legends Terror. It's just a real ass whooper, man. It came out in two thousand four. It was like one of the first like real like hardcore uh, shows I ever went to. 
Mm-hmm. And I just love that record, man. I was jamming it today at work in the headphones. And just from start to finish, it's just so good. It just like has this pace about it that just like doesn't stop. Say again? It has so like, a, tell like a title. pace about it. It just like does not stop. Oh, no, but t- tell them the title again. Oh, the, the band's Terror. And the, al- the album is uh, One With The Underdogs. Dynamite. It's an add it to the list. Add it. Add it to the list because we got that new Spotify playlist. Oh hell yeah! Gnarly. A pleasure as always. Yeah, dude. Um, we're gonna do uh, do that uh, after dark tomorrow. It's gonna be Sweet. a beautiful thing. It's gonna be an excuse for both of us to be uh, normal people for for a little bit of time. Have a hell couple yeah. cold ones. Gotta grab some. Uh, more, dude. <laughs> All right, we'll see. Really looking forward to the weekend, you guys. All American dudes just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves. Rocking a Detroit groove. Just some American dudes. I'm making power moves. I'm making power moves.